to the African Defence Review podcast. I'm Richard Stupod, and this week's podcast is a quick leap from African soil to issues of maritime security. We were at the recent Maritime and Coastal Security Conference in Cape Town and managed to chat briefly with Rear Admiral Ben Beckering, who's the Dutch Director for Industry and Trade Support for the Ministry of Defence. Can you tell us a bit more about the work you do and the role of maritime security more broadly? I've been involved in uh, maritime operations now for uh, well, my own naval career. Uh, and the last 10 years uh, in three commands at sea, uh, covering basically four maritime operations um, of Yugoslavia, which was an embargo and t- during the Balkan Wars, but uh, later on uh, mostly involved in counter-drugs and counter-piracy operations. And uh, most recently I was in charge of a NATO task group uh, of the Horn of Africa, uh, NATO's contribution to counter-piracy effort. Um, what I find uh, a key lesson for us to learn is that um, uh, maritime security operations is a, um, a crucial uh, element, not just for navies to do, but it is um, maritime security offers the, uh, the tools by which you can uh, stabilize an area and therefore um, uh, uh, create uh, economic growth. Uh, what I always say is that um, we have, over the world, spread uh, areas with resources, with production areas and markets. And those three are connected by sea lanes. And we must make sure that those sea lanes are, are safe. So when, you're, when the, the ground material from Africa is being shipped to Asia, where they make iPads, and then the iPads are being transported to, uh, to markets, all over the world, Europe, US, Africa, whatever, um, then they arrive in the shop at the time that you expect, at a reasonable cost for the the added value of transport. If you have maritime security risks, then that won't happen, or or it will delay. Um, A good example is always uh, LNG tankers. Uh, We have just enough LNG, liquid gas tankers, going around the oceans to provide countries just in time with enough um, uh, fuel for the energy supplies. If suddenly those LNG tankers must go around Africa instead of going through the Gulf of Aden, um, we would need um, tens of uh, LNG tankers. So if we we, uh, have to, if, if maritime security risks pushes us to longer routes, then the lights go out two or three hours a night. So those routes are very important. Not only the routes, also the access to our ports must be uh, clear. Now, in order to make sure that we combat those security risks, and those security risks mostly come from organized crime, and organized crime don't stick to borders, and the sea doesn't, doesn't have borders. We must work together, and that's my key message in order to create maritime security so we have stability and development we must engage with each other Um, uh, we must find regions for instance the gulf of of guinea but also around the horn of africa or in the caribbean where security risks threaten the routes and threaten the access to maritime infrastructure there we must work together regional partners but also the international community Uh, why the netherlands i think we have Lots of experience uh, in naval operations. Um, we have been always a nation that is able, that has been forced 
to, um, to fight the threat of water. Uh, and I think we have overcome that and now see water, the ocean, the seas as a big opportunity uh, for development. So there lies a lot of experience. Our culture is ingrained in maritime thinking. Uh, and we have a, a very well-developed maritime industry, uh, both water management, securing deltas, uh, port development, transport, shipping lines, uh, with a navy to complement that. Um, and I think those partners are crucial stakeholders uh, to develop maritime security with their partners in other countries. Throughout the conference, there's been quite a lot of talk about integration as an approach to maritime security, particularly when people talk about the African Union's 2050 integrated strategy. Has that process for integration been successful so far? The, the proof in the pudding is in the eating, isn't it? And um, I think it is important to have a strategy because that uh, puts a dot on the horizon where you want to go. It is now up to the nations to make it work. Um, and, and that is starting to move in a certain direction to arrive at the dot on the horizon. Um, there's an awful lot of work to be done. But you can't look at just one nation or one agency or one department, uh, but you must look at uh, more than one nation, uh, regional partners, international partners, more than one agency. Um, maritime security is not just for the Navy, it's also the Coast Guard or the, and the port authorities and the customs authorities and, and all that. So you must come up and, and since we're up against, I mean, Life is, as a naval officer, life is simple, almost simple when there's a war. You have a bad guy and a good guy, and that, that's what you do. In organized crime, you don't know where the, who the bad guy is. The bad guy could well be hidden amongst a group of fishermen as well. So you must work together with all those agencies that have knowledge of the situation to compile a picture that you can all work from. Um, I know that as, as a small nation, a trading nation, the Netherlands is used to work internationally. For us, we are part of NATO, part of the EU, um, that are alliances and coalitions that we are comfortable in working with. Many nations have to learn how to work in bigger uh, coalitions and in bigger alliances and unions. Um, I see steps being made in Africa, uh, in the Gulf of Guinea region, here in the SEDAC, uh, in South Africa as well. That is the way to go forward, but then we need to expand that. Um, and that is a, a, a learning process. And I, I see all the right moves being made, and now it's getting it together. In previous experiences operating in, for example, the Horn of Africa, what have been the challenges to the work that you're doing? And have there been particular integration strategies that have proved useful? Yeah, well, the, the first sort of tactical um, uh, lesson learned, so to say, is that the area is vast. And you're there with a couple of ships and you try to, uh, to cover the whole area. And you basically have to uh, be smart and outsmart the pirates, basically, to, to have your ships in that position where you can protect the shipping. So that's one. But the, the, sort of on a more strategic level, what I found a very important lesson to take in is that um, um, people looked at fighting piracy at sea, near the ships. But the piracy problem comes from shore. And then everybody would say, well, in fighting pirates at sea, you're fighting symptoms. Um, and I don't agree. Uh, because I believe that by reducing the chance of success by, of pirates, you take away their ambition to go to sea in the first place. In order to stimulate that further, 
you must move towards the coast. Uh, and that has been the big challenge to, sorry, to convince my bosses that um, I should not only patrol in the, in the sea lanes, but go to the coast, talk to the local population, find out what was going on. Uh, there is no governance in northern Puntland in Somalia. So I had to deal with, with the local village elders and talk to the Puntland authorities in, in a limited way as I could um, and then find out what's happening and then try to gain trust and try to gain support to pressurize the pirates ashore as well and to make it impossible for them to stage their operations and to go to sea in the first place. That has been um, a challenge, so to say. But I think, uh, when I look at it now, a very successful challenge because we were the first hijack-free period, my command period there for six months. And ever since, there have been not a single ship being hijacked anymore. Uh, so I think it's paying off, but it, it underlines the necessity of uh, engaging with the local people, with the region, uh, in an international community, and make sure that you're all aligned, you exchange information, and you then you basically uh, defeat the, pirate, the organized crime. And one final question. What seems to have come through quite clearly from a number of speakers at the conference is a need for increased conversation at the local level. How valid do you think that is? I was involved in the Cold War. That was, uh, looking back at it, quite a nasty time. Uh, it, fortunately, it all went well. But uh, And now, being having been involved for the last five years of my sailing career in, in maritime security operations and counter-drugs and counter-piracy, Engaging with with uh, with uh, people in, in in Western Africa, Eastern Africa, and India, whatever, uh, I found that very stimulating um, because you really see. And it, perhaps the best thing to say is that um, when I took the ship to Somalia, the crew was sort of Africa, and then and you start discussing with them what this is all about, and they they all came back as uh, people who would love to go back to Africa and enjoyed it because they really saw that they were doing something that made a difference, actually in the face. Um, so that is good. So did it take me a lot of effort to change? No, not really. Uh, but it, it is, it, you must have a flexible mindset uh, and you must be open because certainly in Africa, I have always said that uh, in Africa, no day is ever the same. No day is ever as planned 